welcome to a new episode of Express Yourself, uh, a podcast where I talk to different gamers and content creators about their personal experience and their personal stories related to their mental health uh, in order to try and destigmatize the topic and to encourage people to talk more, but also to help others find good habits that can be shared um, with with people watching and listening at home. So my name is Earthmo Dan, and today we have, or we welcome Etrom to the hot seat. Welcome Etrom. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself for people at home who might not know who you are? Name's Etrom Lairs, of course, not real name, but real name redacted. And I am a Twitch streamer, uh, that plays mostly Brawlhalla. Uh, I really like fighting games, I really like rhythm games, and that's mostly what I do. Like interacting, interacting with the community while streaming. Off streaming, I kind of have other friends and other stuff to attend to. Okay, super. Yeah, we know Etrom um, in in our Discord and in, in, on my Twitch as the Brawlhalla player you don't want to play against. <laughs> everyone, everyone gets scared when Etrom enters the chat because... Um, you don't really stand a chance, and I and I learned recently Etrom's secret secret weapon is yeah. uh, is rhythm games. So, <laughs> um, no, it's hey. great to have you here, dude. Um, Hell yeah! Um, I know we've uh, we talked about this fairly recently. You, you've been a big part of the Discord and um, and the Twitch community for a while now. Um, we've had you on to different different shows singing along and all this good stuff so um i was pretty happy when you when you agreed to take part in the podcast oh yeah let's go okay um so tell us a little bit kind of about um the role that gaming has played in your life you you mentioned your pool how you like pool how you've been playing it for a year or so i believe and yeah and rhythm games but when did gaming kind of enter your life and then and, and what does it mean to you at that very very young age i i started playing games more for a distraction than for anything else because like you know how parents nowadays they gave phones to their kids and they're like oh yeah just just play <laughs> yeah uh my dad used to do the same thing so he put me in front of the computer, but he did not give me random games. He put like some games that I could access to and work with. So I technically was like, from, even from a very young age, I, I had a lot of stuff in English, uh, but I'm Portuguese, the Portuguese guy. And I had a lot of English stuff thrown at me and I had to decipher what the freaking meant. So I, I played, Travia, which was a um, strategy game, and O Game, which is uh, another strategy game, but this one is in space. And I, I had to work with a lot of stuff, so I had like my little brain needed to think at three hundred percent capacity, so I understood what was happening, and I mm. just worked around with stuff. But that grew up with me, so I I played other games. Um, New Quest World, I played Tekken. I grew up with Tekken when I went to my mom. Um, same with anime. So I started playing a lot of different games, but the one that stuck to me was uh, fighting games because of Tekken. And like fighting is badass, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's so refreshing. 
to have like something that you can distance yourself into. Okay. It's also, like it's technically kind of bad as well. Okay. So yeah, it was something that you've you've used as a distraction. It sounds like. But but you obviously enjoy it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and tell us a little bit about kind of you. You stream on Twitch. Um, tell us a little yeah. about bit about what got you into streaming and um, and what you enjoy about it. Oh, um, about streaming, I I was thinking of, about it for a very long time. Uh, streaming and making a YouTube channel, which I still haven't done. Mm for laziness reasons um so i my brother streams my brother is a streamer as well and it's not like he's doing well it's like it's i think it's fun to stream just because if you're gaming why not just share your experience with others it's like it's for me it's a really good thing that you can play the game, show it to other people that will not be fighting you directly and being salty that you win or that you're being annoying at playing or maybe they'll be boosting themselves up and that's really fun to see on stream because from both parts, like the reaction of the streamer and to see the guy just getting <laughs> mad as hell on the chat just typing because you need to think outside of that monitor you have there's someone furiously fumingly typing down why you just sick you <laughs> you know it's there's a there's something funny about that of course like when i see those kind of people, i'm like yeah but i'm sorry you played well uh, just i just try to have fun i'm not here to win all the time if it happens it happens that's what happens when you have 25k games on a game and you won 80% of them. You like you you actually start to get better and better. Yeah. So like you're right. I think your streaming experience is probably different to a lot of people's because like you are very good at the game that you play and therefore the game that you play you're often playing against viewers and they might get frustrated that they're not able to compete with you which is kind of what you're getting at and a lot of people's streaming experience isn't isn't like that so you're getting something that's like slightly slightly different but as you say as so long as you don't take it too seriously and you don't put pressure on yourself and you don't take their reactions to heart then um it should be okay right um that's the bad part about streaming and playing mostly with viewers is that viewers might come in thinking oh this will be a fun challenge like i'll go in i'll try kicking his ass and it will be like a fun fight and all and i, and I just you know uh, on the on the game on brawlhalla that i play you can three stock someone which is technically to not lose any any lives and to take all of theirs before they can mostly do anything to you and it's like, it's what we call a TK, it's what you can call a TKO, total KO, so, eh. It's rough for people that are like, I want to have a fun, fair fight to just completely get kicked out and they don't want to stay in the stream any longer. That's why I normally don't have many people on my stream, but that's fine. Yeah, I guess that is, yeah, that's right, like... 
it must be difficult because if people are, I, I guess, like for me, I would like, I like to come into your streams to watch you play the game because you're, you're very good at it. But some people want to come in, they want to compete, but they can't compete. So they get a bit frustrated and they leave. So that must be a tough part of streaming for you, especially if, because a, a, a lot of, a lot of people do it for the interaction and then if people are leaving when you are interacting with them then that kind of like it's kind of like full circle really isn't it it's kind of it's, it must it be difficult yeah it destroys the point but it's uh for the ones that stay i think it's always like because you you i am sure that the ones that stay for example fish bunny etc they're not here for mostly to fight me they are there to see me like fighting other people so they normally actually stay there to watch and they are very recurrent people to watch because they might want to learn what I'm doing, even though my method of gaming is just very weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why did like, we've touched on it a little bit, but, um, what, what effect has gaming and or streaming had on your mental health? Good or bad? Positive, negative. For sure, for sure, positive. Like, you, you can sometimes have, like, a rough day on gaming. But it's like, it's... And then just think about it. And I'm like, what the heck am I mad at the game? If I suck at it, it's fine. It's a game. I just just want to have fun with it. And then you, you are good. You are good to go. And when you're on a good day, you can just chill, you can be playing, you feel yourself, like you're in the rhythm, you're doing stuff. And even if you're not playing fighting games, if you're playing any other game, like if you're having success in whatever you do, your brain releases such an amount of dopamine, that's why it's good. Yeah, gaming is good for you. I don't care, it can be a violent game, it can induce a mass uh you no know, destruction etc just if you're having fun with it if you like it's just a game don't take it seriously if you're taking it seriously calm down god god jesus unless you're an esport but yeah yeah that i mean it's an interesting take because you um you do play at quite a competitive level i know we've talked in the past haven't we like about you actually taking part in competitive um tournaments in in Pulhalla. Yeah. Um, but i think what you've what you said there is that actually you've got a little bit of um fear or anxiety about doing stuff like that because um oh, it, it adds a bit of it adds pressure that you don't necessarily want right yeah when i play i've played on tournaments okay i've played on one tournament uh on brahala i played on one on tekken as well but it was like a more physical uh, like when you could still like group up uh and go to some place and play like a land party play. yeah 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 so i did one on tech and i just complete everyone was so good i was just like god what the heck did i get myself into and i just i haven't played tech in a while not because of that loss <laughs> i continued to play tech for a little bit but then i stopped um because i found brahala and brahala was just like Brahala, it's good. I just like it more. I get to do more creative stuff without being so limited, so limited to a hundred plus moves that Tekken has. It's like, eh. 
Um, about esports, when I try to go on a tournament, like my brain melts down. Okay. I when I when I talk about how good I do, I I have like a letter. It's like I have custom games, I have matchmaking, I have ranked, and I have tournaments. Like the more pressure I put myself on, mm. the worse I do. Like, and it's like it's not even like this. It's like uh, customs game. Uh, really high. I'm really good at it because I'm just chilling. I'm vibing. Then I have matchmaking down here, ranked like goes even lower, and the tournaments are at the bottom. Really bad. I'm mm -hmm. really bad at tournaments. But I did get two two hundred fifty seventh on the last spring tournament. I think it was spring tournament. Yeah. But but hold on. So you say you do really bad in tournaments, but you're obviously yeah. playing against a much higher caliber of player. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's just that? that is your level and you're putting too much expectation and too much pressure on yourself because you're used to winning or is it, is it, you feel like, or is it also the fact that you just like, you, you can't perform because there's like this, this mental block, um, your mind is melting or whatever it is you said that, and it's kind of, it's kind of both things. For me, it's like, I really feel like I'm, I'm not the highest kind of player. I'm not like what you call Diamond Brawlhalla or what you can call Grandmaster in League of Legends or uh, Supreme Master, I don't know, Rocket League, I don't know what you call it now. Um, I'm not like Diamond in Brawlhalla. No, I'm, I really feel like I'm a plat. Even though you can say like, yeah, but you're, you're defeating Diamond, so you can technically become a Diamond. Yeah, but I cannot defeat all plats. I cannot defeat all golds because people have different approaches to the game. And the thing about going up and up, I know until, like on a diamond on a certain threshold, you, like you start fighting mostly the same people, so you get to learn more and more. But when you're grinding up, um, you get to meet so many different variety of players that it's just it's incredible. And you lose sometimes, you win sometimes, you never know what's coming. Some smurf can just start growing up the ladder because they were boring or bored of fighting the exact same guy 3,000 times or just they want to pull out a boomy and sandstorm and just do a video about it. No, no. It's just, it's, it's harsh sometimes. To... And about the tournament, the thing that blocks me the most is thinking, oh yeah, I... I'm plat, I'm fighting six diamonds in a row, I don't think I can hold on. Fighting the first one, I'm already like, tight. The second one, I'm tighter. The third one, you don't see my fingers anymore. <laughs> at the fourth, I'm using my wrists. <laughs> and at the end, I'm trying to use... I can't, I, my brain just doesn't really let me do it that well. Yeah. I, I have a very good... Um, like story about it which was i went onto the spring tournament with my 15 year old computer which i used i used to play on 30 fps etc etc on the tournament i played with this guy purser he he was really good uh and then i just 
spoke about my situation. Yeah, I don't have a good PC, but you really fought really well. I, I like it. I'm really surprised that I even got this far. And like, wait, using those specs? What? The <laughs> <laughs> and then we fought again on customs. And since I was more chill about it, and we were like, we were still on the heat of tournament. Uh, I still managed to kill him. I still managed to defeat him. And on the tournament itself, it went on a 2-1, which... 1-1-2-1. One, one, one. And it went always to less socks. It was a really good fight. So, yeah. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the pressure that you're putting on yourself because um, when you're doing custom, customs and you're not thinking about it, you're in flow... But as soon as you get into a competitive environment, you're overthinking about it and it's causing you to not be in that state of flow, which is where you perform your best. Yeah, like, I did this wrong and I did this wrong as well. And I cannot even catch him up. What is happening with me? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like me when I used to play football. I used to be very like self-critical in the moment. I was overthinking it and I would like, I would... I would just destroy myself like during a football game and like every time I did the slightest thing wrong, it was just like, I would just be tearing myself down and you're not alone. A lot of people do it, especially when you're in um, um, high pressure situations. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So like we've talked a little bit, we've touched a little bit on mental health in terms of like, um, gaming has been a distraction for you um yeah. you, you do find yourself overthinking at times and you put yourself under uh, a lot of pressure um yeah. what is it that you struggle with most when it when it comes to your mental health right now uh i would say it's something called alexidomy uh, how, how do you before. alexis uh, what is it uh, alexidomy uh, on in Port I know how to say in Portuguese. Uh, it might be called alexitemia as well. Alexitemia. On, yeah, in English, but I, I don't really know. In in, in Portuguese is alexitemia. So I think it's like basically the same thing, which is uh the difficulty to express yourselves and to feel feeling. To express yourself and to feel. Yeah, and to you feel. You can't really express what you're feeling. Yeah. And you, can, you sometimes don't even know what you're feeling. You're like, you're confused. It's not like, oh, yeah, sometimes I'm happy and I don't know I'm happy. No, sometimes you're, you're depressed and you don't know you're depressed. Sometimes, sometimes you're in love with someone and you cannot comprehend that feeling. You like someone and you don't feel it. You don't feel like the happiness, everything that comes around with it. No, you don't feel anything right it's so agonizing it's so maddening to me like it feels like i'm broken inside yeah that must be tough and i can definitely relate to that because i've definitely struggled i don't i've struggled with understanding my feelings and recognizing my emotions um i don't i couldn't say i've had it to the extent that you have um i'm just wondering how is this something that you feel like you've had all your life or is it something that developed over time it's developed for okay. sure. Because uh, I did get a certain time in my life in which I did get depression. Okay. Um, don't don't pull off a sad face on me. It's not or, a sad face. Yeah. 
Thank I was just you. I was just paying attention. Okay, because um, my childhood you can say was kind of rough, not as rough as my brother's, because he he lived through it. I mostly as a, as a baby boy, I did not know what was happening. Right. Um. But my, for example, right now, my mom and my dad are divorced for a very, very, very good reason. Okay. And, like, as a child growing up, I had some good memories with my father, and I didn't have mostly any bad with him, because mostly my brain destroyed him to protect my, mm -hmm. to protect my mental health, and... At school, I knew that at school something was wrong because I suffered through bullying as a child. I was born fat. Yeah, I was born a chunky boy, and I'm still a chunky boy. Now, loud and proud. Back then, not so much. <laughs> um, and it's kind of rough. Like, you grew up on a bad place, and... Then at school, you don't even get to rest. Like, it's still bullying. Right. Older people mess around with you. And it's just, it's, and you don't even have, like, um, schedules. Like, oh, yeah, at this time, my grandma or my dad or someone will grab it. No, I, 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 I think I stayed for a, a long, long stretches of time staying in school because no one was going to get me because right. stuff was happening and right there like nothing was developing in terms of depression like i was kind of a happy child i had a computer to play games uh i my brother for a while then he moved to my grandma uh i was like i i was oblivious to what's what was happening and as i grew up uh I still could see my father from time to time, and that ended really abruptly on a very shaky day, and I was I was a bit heartbroken because I actually liked my father. Uh, then again, bullying continued on school even when I moved out. Uh, I had a a series of um, move outs. Like, I moved from my father's house to my grandma's house. So mm. I was always, like, going through that. So I didn't even know, like, um, which one should I be in. I was just like, I'll be on either or. Right. Whenever they drag me in, I'll be fine, right. I think. And I moved to somewhere near Lisbon. Like, near Lisbon than what I am now. And... I lived there for a while, and I had school on other place, like it was pretty far away. So my mom uh, and my that mom, I I should search it up, but yeah, let's say stepmom. So my mom and my stepmom, uh, they both um, were working when I got out of school, so I had to go somewhere, and that somewhere was three different places at three, at different stages. And my brain from that rocky start until then was not recovered. So my brain was still like, I don't understand what's going on. I, I knew where I lived, but then I had places where I sometimes slept 
and the other place where I slept. And then I had other place that I went to because my mom could not catch me an hour. And sometimes I, because my mom had to work really soon, I had to go uh, to somewhere to sleep in the morning. Like, I, I used to wake up at 5 a.m. to go sleep at some place uh, for like one hour and a half so I could have a little bit more rest. Mm. And my mom would go to work and then I had to go to school. And it was all very confusing for me. Uh, then I moved to where I am now, which took like two years, I think. Like So, in two years, I basically was going to four different houses in which I didn't really know what was happening. I tried to understand and I the thing is what might have brain wise confused me is I was actually trying to comprehend what was happening. Right. And then I moved to where I live now. Um and depression started kicking in. Uh I I, I was already an antisocial, like I started being social a little bit. That's uh, on on the second place where I lived. That's where I uh, started having my taste for fighting games, and then on the right now where I live, um, I distanced myself. I was a little bit more aggressive. I didn't fight with my fists. I bite. I bite at people, and I still have like that tendency sometimes to try and snack someone. To, to um, bite people. Yeah. Like, instead of punching, uh, kicking people... No, I just want... I want to tear apart some member or something. Okay. And a funny story about that is me and my brother sometimes we used to fight. And I, again, I always went for the bite. And he knew how to distance himself because it, it, it was a really good bite. You don't want to get bitten, do you? My calculated. He pissed me off so hard. I beat him on the. Oh God! You know your legs, your legs, your pee pee, your pee pee here, and you have your legs. Yeah. I beat him in the inner part of his leg. Like the inner thigh. Yeah. Really, really hard. He was pissing me off. He started pulling my hair with the anger and with the pain. I started beating harder, like. I I was not I did not rip out his his speed of thigh because I I didn't want to hurt him he was my brother, but it was like deep deep purple where I beat him like it was really bad when we got separated and we and we had our repercussions of course. Um, continue on because I ha I draw too many tensions. Um, oh. Here, I started going to school, and my love life was not at all good. And I needed that little more support. I think I've, I needed that little more support. I felt like I needed it. So, you know, I was kicked in the butt several, several, several times in my love time. Um... Which, on top of, you know, some pressure from my mom to get good grades and everything. Everything went downhill. I used to be really good at math and everything. I used to be at the end of the book 
when everyone was at the first chapter. I actually was like, I was reading the book, I was doing everything, and until the end of the book, at school, you know, on those 90-minute classes that seem to take forever, I was doing everything on the book while you were trying to learn the first sentence. I was just like, I was going at it. Yeah. Um, and that stopped real quick. Like, uh, at the end of my fifth year, I just, no. No, no, no. I don't want this to myself anymore. I don't care. I just don't care. Do you, uh, and do you think you were doing that because of the pressure from your mum to be good at school or because yeah. um, that was just you, like you talked about it earlier with your, the the early video games, it was you like being very um, strategic and very like very much trying to use your brain to 300% capacity to try and work yeah. things out. Like, is that, is that just something in, in your nature to try and do things like that? To that much to that high capacity i mean yes but i've grown lazy like i've grown to don't care which is a very bad thing however it was my way of saying no oh no 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 i don't want this um so i it was the pressure came when my notes were starting to decay because I used to have literally 100% at maths all the time. I didn't need to study because I already did all the book. I already knew what was happening. Mm. And so technically my school year or years, because it was the third and the fourth grade, was me like, I did all the book. Now I'm doing like re reviews of the book just for fun. And I'm saying, oh, what's the answer to this? And I just say, hey, it's this one. And everyone that can you please let people do the, their, their things, please? Uh, but I already did it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just accept the answer, yeah. And then fifth grade came in, I, it, it started kicking. Sixth grade, seventh grade. On seventh grade, um, my brother was starting to, um, to think about where to go, because he's two years older than me. So he, he was in the ninth grade. And he he was between military and something else. And he went to neither of those. He went into... No, he was uh, military or programming. So he went to neither of those. He went to um, tourism. Okay. On the 10th grade, he had to move out to my grandma's house down on the south of Portugal. Um, and I lost one of my big supports. Right. My brother saved me a lot. Mm. I lost one of my very big supports, so it was there that I understood that I was in depression, but I was, like, it's on the early stages, so, you, like, you feel really sad, and, like, I, I don't really care, I don't care about anything anymore, I just want to distance myself, I want to have my own time now, and... Uh, it went darker and darker to the point in which I was skipping meals, as I still do, because bad habits actually kind of stay with me. Um, I was skipping meals. I, I was distancing myself from people. Of course, at school, I pretended like everything was okay, as I always do. Uh, but it was rough. 
uh, I kept on getting kicked off of relationships. I started stopping trying to, like, I was having my, like, my love life was so poor to the point of I started thinking, maybe no one wants me. And for me, that's, that's okay. Like, I need to live with it. Uh, it's for, for now me, that's such a dark thought. But unfortunately, I still have it. Even though I have a girlfriend, sometimes I feel like I don't deserve her. She's so good to me. And does that, does that kind of stem back to your um, relationship with your, um, with your parents, do you think? Uh, it might be. Because you were so unsettled as a kid, you were being kind of passed from pillar to post. You didn't have a schedule. You felt like that because like stability as a kid is like very important. You didn't know yeah. what was happening from one day to the next by the sounds of it. And <laughs> that is kind of a signifier of like um, protection and and um, trust and uh, all the all the things that you expect from from a loved one. And then maybe you put that, are you trying to achieve that or um, put that onto your relationships and um, maybe I, I don't know, i'm speculating now but maybe maybe you're seeking something that was that that was um at your age or at that stage in the relationship too too much too soon um uh, no no i actually it's not about my love life being like oh i get someone and we broke up immediately no i didn't even get to start like okay, a, I thought you were saying yeah. you booted a number of times. I thought that meant uh, you were yeah. in relationships, but it didn't uh, last very long. I was booted even before the relationships. Like, I asked, like, uh, okay. I, I thought it was going to and now do you want to start? No. Uh, okay. The first, the first one I asked someone to date me, it was the most traumatizing one, because I still remember it. It was on fourth grade, and I'm, <laughs> it was like... I don't know, nine years ago. Uh, I'm still like thinking about it. Because I asked this girl uh, to, you know, to date me. And I had, I, the day before, I asked my mom to buy me flowers because I wanted to give it to a girl. And, ah, so cute. And, and she, we bought flowers together. And I went to school with the flowers. I got the nagged for it like oh you bringing flowers and i'm like okay one more day of this yeah okay nice hush um and then i went to her and i asked i i i had like a thing thought out that i said i don't even remember what i said just give her the flowers she laughed at me and said no my friend started laughing hmm my flowers, ripped them, threw them in a trash can, and kicked them a bit. Yeah, kids can be really cruel, and I know myself that these things stick with you for forever unless you're able to deal with it in some way. Yeah. But now I have a girlfriend, which helped me out with my depression. Because okay. I was not getting out of it. Like, I was chill about it. I, I didn't really care too much about it. If I died, I died. My mentality is still this. It, which is, if I die, I die. 
I'm not thinking too hard about like, oh, I need to keep living. I'm just YOLO. YOLO. Yeah. Okay. Which is sad because I have a girlfriend and I really care for her. But if if something were to happen, the first thing I would do is throw away my life to save another one. But that, that I mean, that's, 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 I don't see that's a bad thing. People who fear death are not going to live their life to the fullest. Shouldn't it be backwards? Because I fear life. I fear death. Of course I do. But if you actually fear death, you, uh, you should acknowledge death and be like, yeah, I will one day die. It will happen. It yeah. doesn't matter when. Yeah. I will die. Yeah. So the thing I should do is try to live my life. Yeah, and if I can bring meaning to my life, even in death, that's like great. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. You could do that. You can say that. Yeah, but for me, that never had stability, and uh, that never had a girlfriend to think. I I want to die. I constantly want to die. I want to throw myself out the window. Right. Not really good, and. When it was really hard, when I had no one and stuff was kicking in, uh, I was like, people were asking me how staying home. Um, I always stayed home. I didn't want to go out at any time. It sounds like an introvert thing, like it is. I'm also an introvert, uh, which is a good thing because uh, when you have depression, uh, you all, always think like, I don't want to worry anyone about my problems yeah so i'm going to like i'm going to get them away from me but no i got away i was the one that like i i will do what i always do but on a higher level i will sit back lick my paws and just be happy be happy as i am i was not happy at all <sighs> okay you said lick your paws just to be clear <laughs> yeah because my cat is there <laughs> um so how did you meet your girlfriend? Funny story. So I was on my 10th grade. I was studying um, socioeconomics, which I finished. Um, and I went at the end, at nearly the one week to the end of the, um, the school year. I went into this girl's um, birthday. It was like a friend of mine. She invited me. I said, sure, let's go. Like it, it's going to be fun. I'm sure of it. And my best friend went as well. Um, we went there and we had dinner. Place near our school, and we had fun. We went into a disco. Disco, quote unquote. It's not. It's like a bar, coffee, something like that. Okay. So. We went there, we chilled a bit, and we then went into a park uh, near one bar, and we stayed there, chilling. And I I was sitting down, I was with my friends, and my friends just decided to like go to other people. I just wanted to be a bit alone, you know, in my thoughts. It was nighttime, I was just like, yeah, just thinking about life, existence. Everything, everything was going through my mind. I had a fedora that I don't know if I have it here. I do. I can bring it if you want to. 
Um, and I was, that's, that's a very important part. I had a fedora in my head, okay? That's a very important detail that you need to know. And I went, um, I, I was just sitting down and I was, I looked at everyone. I saw this one girl sitting, like, like she was standing around, kind of. She, she seemed, like, alone and she wanted someone to go rescue her. And I was just like, ah, oh, the hell for it. It's just, I, I will not get anything from this tonight. I went down, I went, say, eh, hello, how are you doing? Um... I see you're here alone. Do you want to go talk? We can chill. I uh, said, so, okay, so sure. We went, we sit down, and we talked, and we talked, and we talked. And people were already making fun of me. Like, they were, it's not like on a mean way. They were like messing with me, like, oh, you're getting a girl, huh? And I'm like, shut up, you fools. <laughs> and I was chilling, I was liking the vibe. But I was. I was, like, not thinking anything. I was having a good conversation. It was good. I even did something very risky that day. Which was, I, you know, you know how you say, like, to put the arm around someone? Yeah. Yeah. That was not really in question, because we were sitting down. And there was no, I like, it was no band, so I couldn't just, yo. Or I could I couldn't even do like the easy put it on the bench. No no no. I had to come up with something. So we were looking at anime and I was just like I I need to see it. But I also wanna do this. So I leaned and put my hand behind her back. Mm -hmm. So I just That was your move. Yeah. I talked and we continued to talk. I didn't I didn't do anything like else in terms of trying to be close because I could be rushing stuff and I didn't want that at all. Um, I just, she said her name and all. I was just like, my, my shorter memories absolutely shit, just suck. So, my, went home. She went home first and then I stayed with my friends, messed more with me and I'm like it will never happen it's impossible okay I'm I'm vibing hey but if it happens it happens and they laughed of course uh we we then went home me and my best friend um I went home I was tired because it was like 2 a.m already and I, I had a school day and then I went to a party and uh, it was kind of you know I was kind of tired I went into my phone and I was just like, God, what's her name again? Oh no, I forgot. I went to my friend that had the birthday and I was just like scrolling through her followers. I was, no, 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 no. It's something with R. <laughs> something with R. What starts with R? Nothing. God damn it. Ah, then more like three minutes pass, I'm like, I tried, I tried and tried to go back and forth, nothing happening. And she posted a story with her and the girl, and I was just like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it had her ad and everything, I was just like, yes, I can just click on it and I'll go to her and I'll text her and I message her and then uh, 
who said, hello, yeah, it's me from the party. On the next day, she replied, because of course it was too, way too late for anyone to reply. Oh, yeah, I remember, and we talked for two days. At the end of the first day, I was already, like, I really liked her already. Like, oh, it's just so, like, me. She likes anime. She likes the same kind of music. She, she likes the same kind of stuff, but I like, and we can, uh, yeah. But I was, I still had my mentality of, it will not happen. No, it's not in between years. So um, I might have, like, all this good thing come to me, and I'm like, something will kick my ass, won't it? Something will not let this happen, so I will not even, like, buy too many expectations. However, you want to try. So I tried. Uh, then we talked on the weekend. We went to school. We spent the week together. I, I managed to get some details about where she was having her classes on because of her friend, which was her best friend. Um, so, like, I, when we went out early, I went to wait for her. Uh, when we were in recess, I would be with her. And it, it was, like, fun. I liked being with her. Um, of course, I still got messed around about, uh, Oh, so it's in love and all. No, I got, God, shut up. Uh, I got asked three times if I liked her. I had to lie in all three. Because God. you, cause you yeah. didn't want to get bullied or you didn't want to... No, I didn't want to, like, start something, start a rumor. Yeah. And then everything went wrong. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was the fear of something not happening or going wrong or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, oh, yeah, I really like her. Like, she's so cool. One week, like, three days later, we, she says no, and I'm like, oh, God, what now? Oh, yeah, I really liked her, but it means nothing if I can't get it done. But so what it sounds like is you um you you kind of changed your mentality um a little bit when in that situation when you met her like you removed expectation from it um so you're like you you didn't place any emphasis on the potential where it goes somewhere you just wanted to vibe as you as you put it and you hand up have a conversation and you find you got lots in common and um even after that you whilst you were keen um you didn't put the uh, expectation on yourself therefore like you never like yes you would have got disappointed but it feels like um you ju- you ju- proven right <laughs> yeah you would have been right yeah either way you win you're either right or you get the girl and you got the girl which is the better win um got it. <laughs> um okay that's really nice and she's helped you through um you you're because you must have been still in a pretty dark stage although oh, that was the other thing you chose to go to this party and to go out with people it sounds like that was another decision that you would normally not make but you did that that night the only party i went into that <laughs> whole year it was the only time i decided to go out and i get someone it's just like so funny yeah yeah okay that's really nice 
and uh but she's she's helped you how like is it is it the fact that she's helped you because you've had someone you've had someone there that you previously might have lost through your brother moving away yeah sure it was the hundred percent because of that that i had someone that was actually with me and that kind of she she suffered as well so i i, I helped her as well okay well, but you know i feel like i of everyone has their own problems. Everyone has their own degree of problems. Everyone yeah. thinks they have that exact type of problem, and they might rank higher than others. But she did not have depression. She had enemy, uh, so she used to grow up a lot. And I. So what did uh, she have? Uh, she. I don't know if it's either enemy or bullying. She thought she was fatter than she is, and so okay. every, after every um, meal, she went to throw up. Okay. Uh, Super unhealthy stuff. Yeah, and uh, I I said, yo, no, you need to stop with that. It's not healthy for you, and I don't want you to to go bad because something like that happens. Because you can get serious stuff about it, and she was like, okay, but you need to stop cutting yourself. I'm like, okay, let's make a deal. I won't cut myself any longer. And you won't drop any longer. And I help that. Even at some times when I feel like you know, at the darkest, I remember I have my little butterfly that, that's with me and that says I can't cut myself. She is with me. She cares about me. It's always good. You, yeah. You've, you found someone who you can rely on and who can who can help you through that sounds sounds like yeah. and that you can you can help as well and you can support and i think that's the perfect it's great that you've got a balance there isn't it because if it was too one-sided then yeah. the relationship might might crumble quite quickly but um okay and so we originally started this whole conversation talking about this this can this condition that you talked about so yeah so you you came out of this dis depressive state would you say or are you in it but but with this condition i i'm still both with some uh, it's not that hard so i'm like i suffer sadness sometimes like random sadness and i just don't i sometimes just want to cut myself open and uh i still don't understand what i feel that's like another thing I still don't know. Sometimes when I'm with her and we are experiencing joy, quote unquote, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I don't feel joy. I don't feel anything at all. Like, I don't feel it. I, I, it feels like something is wrong because I'm like, I'm having such a good day. I feel like this is such a relaxing, relaxing day. I'm with the girl I love. However, I don't feel anything. Yeah. So maddening. It's like, oh, um, other thing is, I haven't cried in ages. Yeah. In literal ages. I don't remember the last time I cried. Yeah. And crying is something absolutely normal. Like it's, it's necessary as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had that in nah, nah. years and years and years. So. That's like if I feel sad, I don't cry. I if if I hurt really bad myself, I don't cry. 
I just I just shut down and I shut up. And yeah. I know I know that feeling. I I've not um I think for di- for different reasons like I've not been out I I don't cry and I've not been out to for many years. But like it's that it sounds like both of them are related to childhood trauma. Um yeah. blocking out trying trying to protect yourself as a little boy and all this and all this stuff. Um but it, yeah, it's 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 really important that 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 you do let out of emotions, and if you're struggling to f- feel and understand them, then that must be creating some kind of pressure cooker inside you, um, which which can't be good. I can relate. Uh, I can I can relate to an extent, but I think obviously what you're going through is far more, um, far more exaggerated than what I'm. I'm what's happened to me. Um, it must be, yeah, it must be infuriating not to be able to feel, especially because it is important to feel and to have these emotions and to just to let the emotions kind of ride through you. And that's part of life, isn't it? So no mon- no wonder you're feeling kind of broken and confused and just not really knowing not really understanding I feel for you like and it sometimes can lead to some like bad things in in my relationship because it happened that I was I just went through some days in which I hadn't felt anything and I was feeling void I was feeling angry at myself because I didn't feel I was just like I should feel stuff what's happening with me and sometimes i was so frustrated with it that i i tried not to but uh if my girlfriend like she was a bit more naggy or something i would like say you should stop that don't don't be so naggy today she, i would then explain my situation she would understand but at the beginning like, I felt terrible when I I feel terrible when I do something bad to others. I I don't I cannot stand for myself if I do something bad. But you know, it's like this is so maddening for me that I can't like I can't say what I feel. I don't know what I feel. Uh it's uh, so bad. Yeah. So you, you you kind of cut you react in a way that's not really you, right? Yeah, sometimes, indeed. Right. So that that's I guess that's what I was getting at with this pressure cooker. Is is you you you're going to explode at some points, even if it's not at that person or that situation that you're mad at. It's just like yeah. a build up of pressure, of pressure, of pressure over time that just eventually it has to come out, even if it's at the most smallest or st- most stupid thing. It ju- it just does come out at that at that time. The only thing I can say helped me out, like not to completely go with my sociopath and psychopath parts, because I I figured out like, do you know those tests that they do? Like, oh yeah, what what is this and what is that? And I I I checked both of them and I technically I could get technically clinically said as psychopath and sociopath at the same time 
So you're talking about the pictures that kind of look like stuff and you've got to say what it looks like, right? I'm saying like questions like, oh yeah, uh, you're, you're at your house. You see someone murdered and someone else and they look at you. down what what should you do i've never done a test like that before yeah i just like i it was this channel that did those and i'm like i i nailed every question i'm like god no please no don't say i'm like i'm not only like i feel crazy but i am actually crazy don't say that Okay, I mean, this. I think this leads me to a point that I was going to come to because um, from what I, I think we talked about prior to the podcast, this condition that you talk of is self-diagnosed. Um, have you ever seen like a, a doctor or a therapist about like um, your mental health? I had therapy on my school. Okay. Um, one of my schools, I went there for one or two years. Yeah. And... Because of electricity, I can't really express my feelings. Yeah. So it gets hard. Uh, I I think I kind of like I spoke facts. I couldn't speak about myself. Yeah, you spoke facts, not emotions, right? Yeah. Not feelings. So, like, my my professional was with her hands tied. She can do anything. Like. She, uh, she, she of course knew, and she uh, when she asked me something, I was uh, yeah, yeah, you could say that. I, I kind of, kind of said that. So a little bit of depression, but it's not too much. I was just like only sad, even though I want to cut my my slit. On that moment, I want to cut my wrists open, but you know, it's um, it's you. Even if you have someone, you don't feel good enough to talk about it. You always feel like, mm, I shouldn't be saying stuff. Okay. Um, so that, that experience with the therapist where you felt like you weren't able to uh, open up stopped yeah. you seeing anyone in, uh, in, uh, at all? Because I'm yeah. just wondering, there are different types of therapy, right? Yeah, I know. Um, like there, there's ones where they can like put you in more of like a hypnotic state, which might help open things up, but you've not, um, you've not sought out that, that type of help. No, I, I feel like I should manage this on my own. It's like a personal fight. Right. It's not like it's, um, something personal to and bad to the point of me wanting to oh no i just don't want to get cured no i don't want to get cured i want my girlfriend and my future wife because i am someday going to propose to her um uh to to have me and my my kids to have me like this uh because uh, i'll say something very you know um deeply personal my dad is, I think, clinically insane. Okay. Uh, so I don't want to end up like him. Okay. And I don't want my kids to have my kind of childhood. It's not something that you should aspire to have. 
like you're sitting down and letting them do their stuff. Yeah. So you so you've set yourself um you 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 want to you want to give your your family and your kids a better life than what you had when you were young and you want to do it all yourself but i think one of the important things to acknowledge is that okay you've got your you've got your girlfriend but it's important to ask for help yeah. and not one person can take up take on not even yourself or your girlfriend can take on all this pressure like it's important to um to to get qualified help as well yeah i think i think i've spoken to a lot of people who have been um who've had who've had trauma in their life and they always tell me that therapy has helped them it doesn't always help them first time or second time sometimes yeah. it takes finding the right person or the right type of therapy but i i just i just the whole point of this podcast is to to encourage people to seek help yeah i love the fact that you're talking to me about it right now and that helps talking helps but yeah. you can't do it all yourself dude yeah um i will say um that there are professionals for this so if you guys at home uh if you feel like you you can handle it sometimes like you feel um you don't want to live anymore if you feel like you're feeling down and you don't know you don't really know why there are people that can help you and you don't need to be like me and treat this like a personal fight it sometimes is a fight that everyone around you should fight together because it's not only you that's getting affected by this it's everyone else everyone that you because of your conditions you try to push them away so they don't suffer with you because you feel worthless uh, they also want to help you. They also care about you. You shouldn't say no to those feelings of theirs because they are very important. You, If you feel bad, you should communicate with the people that are with you and try and find something that you all can do. Um, if you don't feel like, oh, there's nothing they can do, they can. They can help you out. They're your friends. They can always, like, if you're feeling bad, you can talk with them. If you're, if you're feeling lonely, you can always call them. You don't need to feel worthless. They are there for you. To your family, family sometimes is a rather difficult issue. Yeah. But if you have a, a family member that you like, you can talk with them. If you don't have any family member that you feel like uh, will be on your side you don't need to talk with your family i think that's a good point to differ yeah it, it, people say oh yeah you should talk with your friends and fam and family no 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 some families are just not like that yeah so, yeah talk with your friends try to seek professional help and uh you know, it will go away one day. You need, you need to find someone you trust, don't you? And sometimes, a lot of the time, like the saying, you, you don't choose your family, do you? So you don't yeah. always get on with your family, but you do choose your friends. Maybe there's a friend that you trust that you can speak to. 
Um, and I think that's also the the thing that stops people going to therapy as well is that like is a big is you you're you're there's a big level of trust required to open up and to seek that or want that help from someone that you don't really know. Yeah. Um. You because if you're if anyone anyone at all feels that even if they don't have any problems. Uh, you will find that most people don't want to talk about their personal lives most of the time, their most darkest sides, because, again, they mm. are the darkest sides of theirs. They don't want to share that. However, uh, when they do, they feel better. It's like, because you release that pressure out of yourself. Uh, I just... If you if you suffer from more like said to me as well... um. It might be harder for you to try and vent out what you feel. Uh, maybe your story is more complicated than mine and you feel like you can't still. Or maybe it's less complicated and you feel like, oh, even though I have this little thing, I can try to speak with someone. If, regardless of your problem type, try to seek help. Uh, I've heard of people that felt depressed for years and years and didn't want any help they they found someone that they could vent with like one professional that they could speak to and it was so helpful that they now feel happiness it's yeah it's not like they are sad all the time yeah They're like they live their lives to the fullest um so again everyone at home try to seek help I just, in my, in me, yeah. I've toned it down so hard that I think I can tone uh, it lower until, because I've managed to myself uh, with the help of games, with the help of friends, because uh, I sometimes went out with my friends, but only like close stuff like I went to my friend's house the other friend's house and I I had some nice conversations with them I could vent out a little bit some some moments I had um I had some moments in which I felt joy which I was happy um because it was fun to have everyone around uh I do like my lone lonely time but if you live your life with others, it's always better. The human was made to be a community uh, um, creature. So, yeah. Um, being with friends is like the best thing you can do. Yeah. And how how is... Uh, do you and your girlfriend, do you spend more time with friends now? Or is it like, uh, do you find company just with one another, and that's and that's um, that's a step up, that's a level up for you? I don't. Again, I still very much um, like am away from everyone. Not because I want to. I really, really, really love being with my girlfriend, but her parents are a little bit more tight in relations of that. Uh, and I haven't been with my friends. Uh, I've been with them yesterday. I helped one of them move out because they are going somewhere. And I was playing with uh, 
his cousin. It's, he is also a friend of mine. We were on the same class. And, um, you know, I was playing, then I, I was going to help, and we talked about stuff. I was on Scouts, which was uh, a medium time for me, I would say. Because okay. in Scouts, you have, like, good moments, bad moments, and terrible moments. You don't have very good moments. You only have good, bad, or terrible. Uh, so, good moments. Um, we sometimes... Uh, when we were walking, because we walked miles and miles uh, through mountains, through river, everything. Rivers, not so much. But we walked, and uh, sometimes we talked about what we were going through. Like, uh, it's so hard uh, back at home because stuff is not going as, as smoothly, uh, economy is going down. Uh, one of our um, uh, members had uh, his father died and we were with her so like we tried to help and we were with them we we tried to be present etc so it helps it's like it's the good moment in which you feel like you're in a community and uh we have this which is like campfire stuff so you you're there you dance you do scenes you need to prepare stuff, and uh, as the I will call it master animator. I was not like a chief or anything, but I was the guy in charge of the um, musics um, and other stuff that we do, like the breaks in between scenes, because every team had to do a um, a representation, uh, like a theater representation on the fire. Okay. Bit. Uh, like from their days, from what happened, etc. Some memes, some like inside jokes, and it was fun to see everything. And I was the guy that had to like work on the. Oh, after this guy goes, after this guy goes, you know, this guy will come. But I need to do something here. What will I do here? I need to do this here. Okay, this is fine. Next one, next to this. Okay, I need this. Nah. At the end, I need to do. The transgression from happy to serious moment. So what will I do? I will do this. This is fine. Let's go next. And uh, yeah, okay. it was interesting because that was the good moments were when we we were doing the stuff, not me preparing. Because me preparing was boring. Um. Uh. Then we did everything. Like we did both. On the representations and on the breaks, being the guy that needs to pretend like he's like a super social guy, it's so hard for me because I'm a, I'm an introvert at heart, I think, and I I just had to stand there and jump and sing and scream as loud as I could so everyone could listen to me, and it was like it was a fun challenge for me. Okay. Now bad parts. Um. Everyone starts nagging when you write sometimes. And I'm like, why? Why? Like, I was the guy also that grabbed the map and said, uh, this is the place to go. We are going this way and this way. Uh-huh. And we were walking. And sometimes people were like, no, we are not here. We are there. I'm following the map. What do you mean I'm not where I want to be? I just, just think it's not true. Yes, it is. 
Okay, let's continue what let's continue what I'm doing and then we'll talk. Okay? We did everything. There was one moment in which this became a very bad moment. So we were on a raid. There was um a raid it's what we call like to walk miles and miles with a map and we have these points to go across. Um and one part of the track was missing. However, we talked with uh, the chief and he told us that, oh yeah, you just need to do this on his phone. And I just checked with the map. Okay, this is the road. We can just do this. So it was a simple curve. Uh, the girls in my, my group, just when we got to here, this is the part, the curve is the part that is missing. Uh, they just said, no, let's continue forward. I'm like, no, the chief said, we can do this and go straight to the point. Oh, yeah, but there's like this sign that says where we need to go and it says this way. Come on, let's go this way. Uh, know what? If you want to do that, sure, do it. Uh, I, I, I was not caring anymore for them. They could die starving somewhere else. I did the curve and I waited for them. I just sit down and waited. My, my leader, the leader of the group, I was the sub-leader, I was supposed to be on the back, but I need to be on the front. He came to me like, dude, come on, we need to be all together. And I'm like, I don't care. If they, if they wanna, if they wanna go there, they can go. They'll find their way. There's, n there's nothing on the map either, so, <laughs> good luck. Um, and, like, I was mad. Because I went all the way. I... I, at the beginning, I let the leader, like, try and read the map, because I don't really care. I just know, when I grab it, I'll know ex exactly where I am. And we just did it. I, mean, I just, everyone followed me after a bit, because my leader had to go and grab them and say, yeah, we need to move this way. This is the way that you wanted to. And we went there. And I'm like, at that moment in which I was frustrated, because we had hours and hours on walking and they then at the end at the at the simple curve they decided to go into nowhere it's like it was so maddening to me so you were you were frustrated because people weren't listening to you and you knew of thought or knew you were right right i knew i was right uh, you knew I you knew were for right. a fact <laughs> It doesn't even make sense them going that way because it has no way to recover. It's just like a straight line. I'm like, no, look, look at the map. The map has this. It disappears. And it has this again. What do you mean you should go further into the map? It doesn't make sense. Stop. Let's just do the curve. They trusted the sign more than they trusted you. Yeah. Okay. And then we went to figure out that the sign was of stuff that was far, far away. And I'm like, if you went there, I would have left so hard. Okay. So scouts were good, but they can also be bad. They're good moments, bad moments. Uh, yeah, and sometimes the chief's bullying of my voice, but that's fine. I, I grew up used to it. Okay. Uh, like they, if they would imitate my voice because uh, my voice has like these stops when I speak every word I speak has like a stop I don't do them physically I for me I'm speaking clearly I'm speaking like on a 
in the Runaway Award. And my mouse just decides to go ip, 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 ip. We've talked about this before. I don't, like... I, I've never noticed or... I've never recognized any any... I don't know. Even if there was something in your voice is like everyone's everyone is different in so many ways i would never never have even noticed it really yeah, but, this, but that's is, obviously something that's went, the thing he he was saying is like uh, uh, so are you good oh how are you chief when i said oh how are you how are you doing chief and like hey how are you doing chief so they they bullied you got bullied a bit from your voice yeah yeah that's the i mean that's bullying isn't it um and yeah some people just some people are like that unfortunately aren't they and again it's something that's gonna people don't realize how much of an emotional impact and mental impact that something so small like that can have on on people it's crazy by the way i'm only looking awake as i'm doing a mission for a friend of mine a mission really yeah, I'm playing a game while we're doing this, by the way. Wow. Hey, I can multitask. Don't wow. Worry. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you the next question. Um, what what kind of... Um, what... You, we, we talked a little bit about kind of how, like, um, this, 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 this feeling of not being able to understand emotions basically bottles everything up and comes yeah. out sometimes in what, what sounds like kind of aggressive aggressive bursts um whatever it might be are there any like any other like or have you got any bad habits that have also developed out of kind of um your situation with your mental health um my it's because it's not that bad of a thing Okay, one of them is not eating properly. Okay. We only have like one meal a day. Okay. I woke up, you know, I woke up one hour and a half ago. I still don't feel hungry at all. I'm still really good. And um, in five more hours, I still won't be hungry. I'll only eat in six hours. And then I'll eat something else. I will. Oh, yeah. I sleep so little. Yeah, so that was the other thing I was going to come to. I, I know your sleep is all over the place, and like when you say you woke up an hour ago, that's that's like after afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that so, you stream some some like um, late obscure hours, which is why I don't always get to see you stream. So you're <laughs> sleeping. So you got bad uh, bad eating, bad sleeping patterns. These are these are all going to impact your mental as well as your physical health. Yeah, I'm fat. I'm still fat. I I don't I don't have energy. I not okay. No, I will not say this. It's not quite true. I do have energy. I feel too lazy to work out. Too lazy. But the lack of sleep is also going to impact your energy. The lack of food is going to impact your energy. It's going to make you feel lazy, isn't it? It's kind of a oh. vicious circle, right? And I found something. I'm horny because of that. Yeah, I feel I feel horny like. 16 hours a day okay yeah it's quite bad <laughs> okay um so it's, i found out it's because bad sleep uh, that it can like 
not real not regulate that well your pheromones and i'm like yeah that makes sense yeah have you ever tried to like um address that like your not your horniness but your just (laughs) you're sleeping and you're eating address what on what well have you ever tried to improve your sleep like like there's there's way that you, there's ways that you can like make your sleep better. I I think uh, I just don't care about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I say this to and pretty much everyone I speak to on this podcast have bad yeah. sleeping habits. <laughs> good. And we we'll, um, we'll always talk about no. it. <laughs> no good. There's a connection. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna send you a book, um, it, uh, because you're you're a very smart guy, and um, hopefully this knowledge will make you care about sleep. Because, um, I think I think with you, knowledge is is important. Um, that's the impression I get anyway. But it basically like is is it basically explains why we sleep as 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 humans and uh, why it's very important for us our physical and our uh, mental health and maybe it will help you i don't know but i think at least you have the knowledge there maybe it might make you care a little bit more because like maybe you do want to feel something in the future maybe it sounds like you do want to feel something maybe just curing these like bad habits sleep food get become more healthy in, in mind and body and like that will allow you to feel because it sounds like that that is something that you want you just don't know how to get there do i say this stop playing games i'm not playing i'm not playing at all i'm i'm looking at it because it it has a beautiful color but i'm not like (laughs) saying anything about it um god god express yourself um i know i know that a lot of good stuff comes from sleeping i just don't want it you don't want the good stuff no i don't want sleep you don't want sleep but you want the good stuff no i I mean okay i want the good stuff of course everyone would like good stuff without repercussion but if if i have to lose that for me to to not sleep i i i don't sleep wow because the thing is my brain if if i go okay i tried this i tried to go i tried to stop going to the internet right like i tried i stopped going like on a on a, any device two hours prior to sleeping i did everything in terms of uh, like i ate and three hours later i went to sleep it did nothing my brain continued to work like I, it was noon. My my brain works at night. That's the bad part about it. Okay. So you've not you're not able to shut off your your you, your mind continues to think, and that's why you've developed this bad habit because you feel like you can't sleep. It's probably also connected to your youth when you were like you didn't know where you were sleeping, so sleep was I probably. I just it's either day or night. I don't care. I'm I'm awake. The thing is, yeah. I'm awake. If I feel awake and I feel good, I just won't sleep. Yeah. 
And um, your girlfriend, how's her sleeping patterns? Her, her sleeping is much better than mine. Much better. But we don't live on the same house. We don't see each other too often. Yeah. Very, because I really wanted to. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Maybe in the future, that's something that might help you being living with your girlfriend or living with someone who has got a good sleep pattern. Maybe that will help you like try to adapt because it, uh, yeah, it must be, it must be tough for you from like childhood all the way through to kind of just struggling to stop your mind working and sleep has just become one of those things that's like um it, it feels like something that you can't control and you just do it when you need to yeah i i sleep when i'm tired yeah if i'm not tired i don't sleep like right now i might feel a little bit tired but i know as soon as night comes i will be awake yeah yeah and some some people are, are like that some people aren't what what are referred to as night owls and they do have to sleep at a different time but i think the most important thing about sleep is having it on a schedule like so always going to sleep at the bed at the same time and waking up at the same time and ideally getting those seven to eight hours in between because that's when all the good stuff all the juicy stuff happens um with the healing of your mind and and, and body yeah because but of the, the three rams right i don't know if you call it rams or not yeah like three waves of uh, you need to have three cycles for your mind to be fully rested yeah 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 i know this stuff i know i know i know how sleep works i just don't care which is terrible i know it's terrible and no one at home should do that stop doing <laughs> i see you you're looking at this at 2 a.m go to sleep if you attack, that's good go to sleep <laughs> god damn it Okay, well, let's move on to some of the good things, the, some of the things that help you relax or some of the things that um, you do to... Um, I, I, I want to I, I use the words to make you feel good, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you can say to feel good, I, I feel good doing stuff. Yeah. I just Sometimes when I should, I don't for random reasons. Okay. So to come on, I know one of them. I know two of them. You love your gaming. Yeah. <laughs> you also love to sing, right? I do. I do enjoy singing. I sometimes try to not be so, you know, out about it, but I do sing a little bit. Uh, I don't like to think that I sing well because I don't feel it yet. Um, well, a lot of people have heard you sing haven't they yes you're not you're not afraid to sing even though you are a self-proclaimed introvert and you isolate yourself but you you're not afraid to like sing to a group of 20 people online yeah because i'm alone because you're alone in your room and it yeah. just doesn't feel real <laughs> it's like yeah it's a number if i want to i can put ten thousand on the screen and say yeah i have this many viewers it will have the exact same feeling yeah like if, if i write down on paper and i stick it in the wall and i see 10 people ten thousand people are just watching I'm like, no they're not 
So you couldn't, do you think you could get up on stage in front of 20 people? No. Right. Yeah. See, like, even if there were only five people, I would feel so bad that I would just not go. Mm. However, I'm thinking about doing a stunt in, um, I don't, I don't think it would happen. Sometimes, you know, how bands ask, oh, can, does anyone want to go to stage? And yeah. Something. If that happens on anything that's like going to, I'm I'm going to try and You're gonna push yourself to do it. awesome. Yeah. Like I I won't I will probably not even look at the ground, I'll be looking at the stars. <laughs> like, look at the stars and the shine for you. <laughs> okay, nice. There's a little taster. Tune into Etrom streams or anyone from the community, and you're sh you're sure you'll hear Etrom's singing at some point. Um, yeah. what, what else is there? Anything else that like makes you feel good, makes you happy? I grew up with anime as well. Mm. So anime, I am a huge nerd for anime stuff, and I I really like to think about the physics and uh like mathematical stuff that should happen and that sometimes doesn't like for example you know you know how strong saitama punches the air so he knocks the the, the winds apart it's like tons and tons of tnt it's amazing do you know the strength it would need to be <laughs> to jump on the, the moon back to back to earth yeah that's like a lot of tons of TNT as well, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this this guy versus this guy, dude. That's such an interesting part about it, like, cause this guy he has this ability, yeah, but this guy might have this. That could, yeah, yeah. Nerd, nerd out. That's cool. We were actually doing a anime watch party in the Discord in an hour and twenty minutes. If you want to join. Oh, uh, what anime? Um, uh, what are we watching? Good question. Let me, oh, I can't check without taking your face off the screen. We'll talk oh. about it. We'll talk about it afterwards, but it's in the discord. Um, where? Tell me, I'll check it out for you. Well, um, check in fanatics. Oh, fanatics. Okay. Uh, fanatic works. Okay. Wait. F. Watch for, uh, demon slayer. Okay. Um, what? Something Kaisen, right? I've not watched it before, but everyone from the Discord is saying like, okay, this is what we got to watch first. And then after Demon Slayer, we got to watch this. Oh, uh, but then this is also, Def has made a big list of anime that we need to watch. I just made the anime um, channel today. <laughs> so get... no Yabba is really good, Demon Slayer. So get involved yeah. in that. You can you can join us. We're gonna do a watch party in the Discord. I know a lot of anime we could watch as well. Uh, I thought you some might. Of them are not, not not really into the like. Oh, this is mainstream. No, I like uh, Overlord, for example. It's a really really good anime that no one really pays too much attention to because it's not completely mainstream. Sweet, let's do it. <laughs> Um, any anything else? Anime, music, uh, singing, gaming. I mean, that's that's uh, an, that that's more than a lot of people have, to be honest. And I used to do a lot of stuff. Like I did football. I did 
basketball. I okay. did um, martial arts for a bit. And I did table tennis. And I already have, like, all of these small knowledges. Uh, something that helped me out on school was we had um, table football. I don't know how you call it. Uh, what do you call table football? In Germany, they call it kicker or fo uh, foosball is the other way we call okay. it. So, yeah, I I was good at that game because I went there and it was really cheap. It was only 20 cents yeah. instead of 50 cents that they normally put at cafes. I'm like, what? <laughs> I can play five games instead of two. Let's go. I put one and I started being good to the point of I could I, I can play alone and be a good opponent. Oh wow! Versus two, yeah, like positioning, and I'm a really good uh, advanced guy because I can do like the the sticks, etc., and move 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 the ball where I want it to be. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Okay, so these are these these things will if you're feeling like bad or sad or like you might have some kind of outburst or reaction are these things that you tend to um try to lean towards or um do if if you're in that moment or are there other things that you look to help yourself through to cope in certain moments times i tend to do two things which is to listen to music mm. like not really lo-fi you know, the pretzel stuff. And um, I tend to RP. You tend to what, sorry? RP, roleplay. Roleplay, okay. I have a friend in Brazil. Yeah. That uh, she is really good with making stories. And I just roleplay with her. It's a one-on-one -on -one roleplay, which might seem like an outlandish idea. How do you RP with only one people? person well that one person is both character and dm or she's like the master of the story yeah at the same time and it's like it's so because we already understand each other to the point of she knows what i can do and she knows what she can do and i i am really op all the time <laughs> And I will sometimes like try to put my powers down, but I just can't. I'm too geeky for that. I just think, oh yeah, but I can do this with my powers and and this and that. And uh, oh, if you gave me this ability, I can just use the schnitzels out of it. <laughs> okay, so that role plays in Portuguese, I guess, because it's uh, Brazilian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's a one-on-one -on -one RP. However, I. Hey, if someone is interested to roleplay with me in English, I'm all good for it. I just wanted to watch it. But you know, there, oh. are, there, there are lots of like D&D um, &D stuff out there. Yeah. Um, you should look to get it's not. It's not in D&D &D fashion. Not at all. It's literally just to... If it was on D&D &D terms, it would be all the time a 15-year-old being a level 25 mage. Which isn't even imp it, it isn't possible on D and D. I'm basically god at fifteen years old. Because <laughs> I ha normally I'm the mage guy, and I have a secondary character which is my brother, which is an uh fire bruiser kind of guy. You know the barbarians which basically rage and attack, 
um my brother um he is technically like he's really tanky it's like a, a tank machine but he's really good at one-on-one -on -one fights on fighting terms and i am really good at magic like magic i can do all this stuff i can recreate reality i can sometimes stop time and do stuff i can um break rules because you know magic uh i can bring people from that i can use angelical mag magic i can use demon magic i can use a lot of stuff and i'm i try to be more creative with it as possible because like if i always use like mages in D&D fireball it's like it's going to get boring so i try to be like yeah on this on this time this story we will do i will be different um i will instead of this i will do this so like it's not that powerful and then i make it powerful as hell and i'm like well how did i do this? yeah Okay, so it sounds like this is one of your creative outlets or maybe your only creative outlet. And I think that's important um, for our mental health to have something that we can be very like creative um, yeah. towards, right? I used to draw as well. Yeah? On paper. I don't even know if I have any drawings near me. <laughs> Let me check real quick. Because I could show you. I think I have Yuzuku Midoriya on... Oh, wait, I actually have one of my old drawing things. Is it a, is it a drawing one? Nope, it's um scout stuff. I don't want this one. Ah. Are you, though? Are you one of my drawing ones? Okay, uh, like, you know? It, it. Okay. Yeah. This is, like, not looking at anything. It sucks, I know. But I have really good stuff somewhere. I I really liked eyes. Eyes was the thing I was really into. Okay. Anime eyes. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. I don't think I have like my good drawings here. I gave um what my best one I think to my best friend because he asked me to do it and I did it for him in three hours. So it's like so good, bro. How long did it take to you? Three days? I'm like no, three hours. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, oh, nice. I have, I have nicer drawings here. A, a character from Overlord. Oh, yeah, Undertale stuff. I'll show you three drawings. I guess these are like fine. Eh. One. Cool. Nice. One took me like half an hour. That's nice. Eh. Two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, by the way, I'm looking at all of this with references, so this is technically not mine. So if you're if you're the owner of the original one, <laughs> yeah. please. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. And this one is a double drawing. Uh yeah, okay. Cool. Like that's Carol from the yeah. from the exhale. Yeah, I have other drawings of course, but you know, don't wanna don't wanna back so much. <laughs> Okay. Well, that, I mean that's good because you've got some things that help you cope and you've got some you got some um creative things in your life. You've got you got your girlfriend who yeah. is um of a, uh, a great support for you. So I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. How how, how how are you how are you doing now 
um how is are you in yourself how are you with in your mental health compared to perhaps your lowest point oh god i'm so so good i'm cured in comparison you know in comparison i'm cured but you still you acknowledge you still got a, a, a way to go i guess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that you are um, much better than you have been. Um, are you on? Do you feel like you're on the right path, or is part of you yeah. feeling like you're kind of you're at where you're you're at where you want to be, or you need to be? Do you want to get better? Uh, I feel like I'm good. I can try to get better, but I don't really know. I mean, I I will get better over time but it's like it's fine i'm doing fine now all right there's no need to worry okay well i'm glad yeah i'm glad you're doing better and i'm like this has been a really amazing conversation i know um a lot of people i try and like um in advance i i give them a bit of information to let them know what we're talking about and how the conversation might flow you decided not to um, look or to come into this blind effectively. Yeah. So a lot of this conversation you didn't even know would, we probably didn't realize we were going to go into certain areas of this. Um, um, as an overthinker, I didn't even need to read what you sent me. I kind of knew what the flow of the conversation would kind of be. Yeah. And I already knew some parts of the story that I would want to tell, like the present part, the yeah. part. Because I want to raise a little bit more awareness about that. It's depression might be the worst thing you've ever had, but it's it doesn't feel like it sometimes. Right. Until you get out of it, you don't really know you're in it. Yeah. You don't feel you're in it, but you are. Yeah, and I I I mean I really appreciate you opening up, and hopefully we can spread awareness around this this topic as well. Because I remember when we spoke about it, I I felt like oh wow, like maybe this is. This is something that I've actually been experiencing as well. I mean, I, I, I couldn't say for sure, but I definitely struggle with emotions and feelings. Um, so I, I really appreciate having this, this conversation with you. But um, because you didn't read my notes, the last yeah. question you're not aware of, but I'm sure you can just answer it on the fly um with a, a lot of um a, a lot of accuracy and enthusiasm so my last question to everyone is always if you were a character from a video game who would you be and why oh no i read that but i didn't i i couldn't find some character <laughs> that defined me it's like it's so weird because you know you know i i read characters from game i'm like oh wait what's this <laughs> I, I, uh, Wait, I who can I relate to now? Um, I don't know. I don't really know who I can relate to. Um, you know, how how can I try and say this? Mentally, I feel like I've overcome so many things that I'm like unbroken. I I'm broken, but I'm like I'm hard. I'm hard shelled. I'm iron willed. So I could say like Luffy from One Piece in one hand. And physically, I don't feel at my top. I don't feel anywhere near my top. 
uh, I could be so much greater than what I am now. Uh, but I don't know how... I I don't have the mental capacities that Luffy has to, like, um, be so happy. He's happy all the time. He's so fun. Uh, Goku, he's always, like, this super optimistic character. Uh, and I'm neither super optimistic... Uh, oh, wait. No, wait. I think I'm finding someone. Okay, okay. We're working need, through it. Yeah, I need to find someone that is, like, an introvert... That is kind of shy, you know, shy. Doesn't really deal with girls that much. I would say a virgin, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, you know those um, romance comedies? Oh, no, wait. What's the, this guy's name? I don't have, like, his full optimism. However, I... I need to find it real quick. It's from Sose no no Omyoji. Sose no no wait. Sose no Omyoji, which is the Twin Stars Exorcist. This is a really good anime. Okay. Hokuro. Yeah. Hokuro. I don't even know his full name. Hokuro and Mado. It's like he's the protagonist. I don't know if I relate to him. Or to his master, one of his masters, which is like his whole, he's always tired. He takes stuff kind of seriously, but he has a soft heart. He's really kind. Uh, and he he prefers to let himself go before anyone else. Um, but Enmato Rokuro also kind of works like that, but he's more optimistic. Right. And he suffered through a lot when he was a child. Uh, on that world, um, there are this thing called... Uh, how do I keep forgetting this? And let me search. La lack of sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the kegari are like uh, the manifestations of the evil wills of people. So like, um, they need to fight. They are exorcists which fight kegari. They don't know. They don't really know what it is, and they fight it out at the end. It's like, yeah, it's this thing that it's like evilness in humans that like materialize and form a monster uh so yeah it's uh he uh got attacked by where he was like he's an orphan he was at um he was at a school and one of his friends like turned everyone to kegare which is a corruption state in which it's not like your evilness turning into Kegar, it's you, it's actually you turning into a Kegar, which is painful. It's it's heartbreaking because he had to kill every one of his friends right. and he quit everything. The part of him quitting everything, like I felt it so hard on my spine when I saw that, that I kind of relate a bit harder to Benio. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought yeah, it's, it's a nice little description of of. There are definitely some characteristics that you can relate to, which is uh, yeah, which is what I was hoping for. The 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 good and the mainly the mainly the good characteristics. I like people to think about kind of what their what their strengths are, um, when when thinking about this question and um. 
I think I think you've pointed out a couple of them, so that, that's nice. Uh, if you go for real life people, maybe Bob Burnham. I see on him like he's a he's such a genius in doing stuff. Like, have you ever heard like his songs? Like Bob Burnham, there is one. This Welcome to the Internet. I sang it before. The oh day. yeah, I heard you singing. That. Yeah. Uh, you have said you have all these songs in which he manages to pull comedy and sadness into one thing, which is exactly what comedy it's is. It's what comedy and is, he, yeah. Yeah, but he does it in such a great way that it's like it's art is so good. I just love it. And he's, even when he's talking about serious stuff, he, he manages to, like, joke about it, which yeah. is what I do. I, when I, even if I talk about depression... And if I talk about serious stuff, I tend to lighten up the mood by throwing a silly joke at the, at the middle of it. You might have seen it. Uh, you might have noticed it. And if you rewatch this, maybe you will find one or two. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not really trying to on this. If I was speaking um, to one of my friends, I would be more jokingly, and I would like play a bit more about it. Yeah. Not, not be so serious because this is serious matter and you should not make jokes about it but i do all the time <laughs> okay well good answer great answer um thank you so much dude um it's been a really good conversation i'm very grateful for you sharing your story with with me and yeah. hopefully the conversation has helped you hopefully it will help other people and the yeah the whole idea is to get people to to talk more and to try and find ways to their their mental and physical health i guess so thank you so much it's been a it's been a pleasure everyone check out etrom on twitch um i will share links in descriptions wherever you're watching or listening to this and yeah thank you so much thank Just you so don't much expect good schedules on my streams because yeah. i don't have one yeah there's no schedule just just follow and <laughs> wait yeah Okay, dude. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Thank you for having me, my dude. It's been a pleasure. I will speak to you very soon. Hell yeah.